Hey everyone, my name is Jahari Dean Lindsay. I'm a senior biology major here at Morehouse College. And today I have the esteemed pleasure of having a conversation with Vice President for Student Services and Dean of the College, Kevin Booker. Thank you so much for joining us today. Would you please introduce yourself? It's a pleasure to be here, Jahari. Uh, Kevin Booker, member of the class of 1990. Uh, excited member of the class of 1990 and proud to serve as Dean of the College here at Morehouse, Vice President for Student Services, as you uh, articulated well. Uh, very glad to be here and participate in this podcast. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Now, out of all of the events that you've planned and as involved as you are on campus, what has been your favorite memory so far? There, there are lots. Uh, I, I would say... Um, most recent, uh, probably three years ago, uh, maybe four now, uh, homecoming. We had the honor of having at the time uh, Travis Scott perform at our campus. Uh, I didn't know much about Travis Scott prior to him coming to Morehouse, but I heard from the student body, this is going to be awesome, this is going to be great. I had no idea uh, what Travis Scott brought with him. So for... For me, from an administrative standpoint, uh, not being too familiar with his music nor his notoriety, didn't expect uh, the crowds that we received. So that was the most unique crowd we've ever had for a Morehouse homecoming concert. So we had students from Georgia Tech, Emory, uh, every every school you could think of uh, in the in in the metropolitan community. So we saw uh, different skin tones uh, throughout the evening, and it just kept coming. Uh, so it, it was the, mo the largest concert we've ever had on campus uh, and probably the most entertaining. I usually don't get into the hip-hop concert very much, but uh, Travis Scott as an entertainer, and I know he's going through a lot uh, now as a result of uh, what happened at World in Houston, but uh, in terms of performers, I've never seen a hip hop performer go as hard as Travis Scott. So he was very, very, very good entertainer. So next, I want to talk about your personal story and your mm -hmm. connection to Morehouse College. So could you talk to us more about that? OK, well, let's start quickly from the beginning. Uh, Morehouse College was not my first choice. Uh, as I said earlier, I'm an alum. Uh, my plan was to go to Xavier University in New Orleans. I uh, went down to visit. I'm from Newark, New Jersey, and I found New Orleans to be very similar to Newark, New Jersey. Learned a little bit more about Xavier while I was down there. My plan was to play basketball for four years. Uh, went and visited, had a great visit. Experience was great, uh, but I wasn't impressed with their business department. Uh, as we all know, Xavier's uh, well known for its ability to produce or develop uh, young physicians, pharmacists to that extent. So their business department was just really new and growing. And I wasn't certain that I was uh, ready to commit to four years of basketball, as well as a school that really didn't have a uh, business department that I thought would help me advance my career in the way that I desired. So part of what I asked for when they flew me down was that they give me an opportunity to fly into Atlanta after my visit at Xavier. And when I flew into Atlanta, I had the opportunity to, to visit Morehouse College. And uh, while while I had that opportunity, I, I had friends from home that were already here and a very close friend that uh, was finishing high school 
here in the Atlanta metropolitan area who had moved down from New Jersey maybe uh, four years earlier. So I, I felt a, a better connection here. Uh, and once I touched base on the Morehouse campus, I knew that this was the place for me. Uh, although I attended Morehouse, I tell students all the time, I was not actively involved in all the events and things that occurred on campus. Uh, I had some academic struggles uh, and I had to pay for my education after a certain point in time. My parents uh, said, you know, we're, we're done because you're not serious. And I wasn't at the time. Uh, so you need to figure this out. So my last two years of college, I had to figure out how I was going to pay for it. And I did that by bartending. Uh, so I have a unique collegiate experience. Uh, I love Morehouse. Uh, Morehouse helped me in ways that I, I didn't realize it would at the time I attended. And shortly after I graduated, uh, it wasn't until uh, I had a, a fatal thing occur to me. And when I say fatal, it wasn't. Uh, life-threatening, but life-changing in, in a way. It was a rebirth for me. So I uh, happened to be in Atlantic City, New Jersey, about two hours from my home. I uh, went to a bachelor party of a Morehouse grad. I uh, was going to support him, arrived late to the bachelor party. Uh, the bachelor party wasn't well organized. Uh, so brothers decided to uh, leave the hotel where we were staying and celebrate at a local club in Atlantic City was not the best club to be in. Uh, I could tell by the time we walked up to the club, this was a place we didn't need to go in. But we decided to go in anyway. And to make a long story short, things didn't work out in the club. Uh, one of the young men that I was with didn't know very well. I disrespected a young lady inside the club. That spilled over to something outside. Next thing you know, the group that I'm with was involved in, in a fist fight with locals. Many were not even in the club. I got involved. I happened to hit a guy. The guy I hit had a gun, and he retaliated and shot back at me. A uh, bullet hit me in my uh, ankle, tore up my tibia and fibula. So now I have a year of my life that I have to figure out and uh, recover from. And it was during that time that I, I, I realized what my future would be. The young man that shot me was 17 years old at the time. Uh, me being a recent grad of Morehouse, just 23 years old, uh, still young, I had to make some decisions with what I wanted to do with my life. At that point, I was business-oriented and business-minded, but it hadn't been working out for me. So uh, it was during that period that I was recovering that I found my ability to work with young people I felt that education was my course and never looked back. So I left uh, Atlantic City area. I lived with my brother as I recovered. I moved back to North Jersey, Newark, East Orange area, and I became a substitute teacher. Many people don't enjoy substitute teaching. <laughs> but for me, it, it was a light. I, I found a place where people were happy seeing me every day as a substitute teacher. Uh, and I found my connection with students as a substitute teacher strong. So it led me to move on and push forward to take the national teacher's exam, which I did. I want to say I passed it immediately, but I didn't. So I'm, I'm feeling that I'm being directed by something greater than me. 
and this is what I want, but the struggle was still there. So I had to take the exam one time, two times, and it was the third that I passed. But just to, I share that, you know, honestly, because I want students or whoever listens to understand when you want something bad enough, you can't allow anything to stop you from getting it. You just got to figure out different ways. And sometimes you even have to ask for help. And it was when I asked for help by attending a course, I received the score that I needed to pass the exam. So great story. I've used it many times to help students along the way, along this journey to figure out where it is they want to be and how to get there. So for me, that was my story that led me down a track in education where I was a classroom teacher, eventually became an assistant principal, principal, uh, several honors along the way, but led me later on to come to Atlanta as a principal and then move on from that principalship into a position here at Morehouse. Wow. Wow. What what a story. That is honestly amazing. With all of that in mind, how has that shaped you as an administrator? Attending? Oh, yeah. yeah, excellent question. Uh, what I will say is I've seen the full gamut of education. I've seen uh, K-12. I've seen collegiate. Uh, one of my proudest moments is when I've had students that I either taught or may have served as their principal from New Jersey or here in uh, Forest Park, uh, Georgia, uh, come to school in the AUC because of uh, what an experience they had with me. It could have been something I said, how I carried myself, or the fact that I talked so much about the AUC and how much I love it uh, and, and still do, uh, and how special it is for the young people that attend school here. So I've been able to influence about 17 students uh, that I either taught or was their principal to come school here. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, it's no secret that the pandemic has impacted many, the entire, the entire world, really. Now, how has, how has the pandemic impacted the way that impacted your ability to perform your duties uh, mm. at Morehouse? So, so the pandemic is always a teacher. Mm. We can't control it. We have to understand uh, what it does and how it can affect us. And we have to prepare ourselves to be in the best position to remain safe and healthy. So it, it's taught us and me a, a lot of different things. Uh, for me specifically, it's taught me how to be patient. A lot of things that I desire to do or want to do or, or wanted to do at certain times, I was not able to because of where or how the virus was acting. Uh, so, so we've learned how to be safe. We've learned how to listen to our scientists and experts. And we've also learned how to do research ourselves. So it's caused us to do a lot of reading. Uh, something else that uh, COVID has done for the AUC has brought us closer together. Uh, we meet twice a week, uh, many times with uh, my colleagues that are in other areas of uh, their respected institutions. Uh, we come together to talk about how we move collectively as an AUC uh, within student services 
as well as administrators in other areas of the college. That's something that we didn't do at the at the highest level uh, that we're doing now. So it's brought us closer together. And it's also taught us how to act in a virtual world. Uh, it's forced us to, right? Yeah. So many things that I didn't realize I was capable of doing virtually, I now do on a regular basis and I look to do more. So I think it's expanded our ability to reach people. Uh, it's also expanded our patience and our willingness to work closer together. So those are the positives that I see that have come out of it. Uh, on the negative side, a lot of loss, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of illness. Uh, we don't know the long-term effects of COVID. So that's something that's in the back of my mind that concerns me. Uh, I've had COVID. Uh, my son's had it, as well as others that have been close to me. So we don't know right now what COVID uh, will do to us five years from now. So, you know, that lingers in the back of my mind. Uh, Optimistically, I believe it's not going to be anything serious. But, you know, time will tell what the long-term effects of COVID will be. Speaking of long-term effects, what challenges have been exposed because of the a pandemic in regards to Morehouse, um, whether it's with the student body or with administrators. Could you talk more about that? Uh, what's definitely been exposed is is the need for more in terms of mental health. Mm. Uh, I think that that would be the number one point. And it's not just students, it's faculty and staff as well. Uh, being isolated for long periods of time can really play with one's mind. Uh, It also uh, can cause uh, loneliness, uh, deprivation, and all kinds of uh, negative thoughts. So uh, learning how to re-socialize people has been uh, one of the things that uh, we see that we have to work on. Because we still have a lot of students that may not engage and would traditionally, right? But they've become so used to isolating themselves that they're still practicing that behavior, although things are transitioning well. Uh, I would say something else that COVID exposed is that uh, although we've had all these online experiences, uh, we may not be the best at delivering them. So it's taught us how to become better. I think as we originally started the process, we were definitely novice. Uh, We're not experts yet, but we're getting better at what we do online. And that could be from presentations to teaching. I think it's taught us how to get better at how we deliver our online services and that we can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. In what ways do you think that you could work together with students um, or administrators could work together with students in order to bridge that gap that the pandemic created? It starts first with a conversation. Uh, as when I see students, as I walk or traverse the campus, as we say, I always try to engage in healthy conversation. And I'm a genuine person when I ask, how are you? And a lot can be said uh, with how are you. Most times students will say, I'm well, and how are you? But there are times when students may not respond to the answer to that question or may share, I'm not doing too well. So stop pause, have the conversation, direct the students to the resources we have, 
and develop a relationship. I think the beauty of Morehouse, the village, is the relationships that we have here, the network. And uh, seeing uh, or aiding a student when they need help is very important. So uh, I, I believe in having an open door at times, right? And I, I believe in sharing with the staff that I have the privilege to manage to share that you have to take the time to build and develop the relationship with students so that they feel comfortable sharing uh, at times some of the most difficult things they're dealing with because it's then that we really develop our students. Uh, we often uh, relish in, in our success at the institution, but I believe it's our challenges and our failures that truly teach us to help us develop to become the best leaders the best administrators that or, or students that we can. It's what we learn in those experiences. And, and COVID has taught us how to, or taught me at least, how to be patient and how to talk with someone and help them get through uh, whatever they may be experiencing. And if I can't do it, to lead them to someone that can. Absolutely, absolutely. With your experiences in mind, what have been your greatest lessons from graduating from Morehouse to where you are right now, um, even with everything that you've experienced? That's an excellent question. I would say first, being true to yourself. I think attending an institution like Morehouse at times can push you to uh be your best self, but also it could push you to do things that you may not necessarily desire to do just to fit in, right? Um, I think we talk a lot about leadership and understanding uh, what leadership truly is. Doesn't mean you have to be in the front. We can lead from behind. We can lead from the side. So understanding that you develop your skills so that when an opportunity presents itself for you, you're best prepared for it. And uh, Morehouse has really taught, taught me that. And now that I have the ability to work as an administrator here, I, my mindset and my skill set is towards looking at what students are capable of, understanding each as an individual and watching them develop, and as opportunities present themselves, and we get tons of them to try to help students find those opportunities that I definitely think will link with them. Uh, one of my quiet passions is finding and identifying students that can later become teachers or work in the educational system. I think it's critical because, and, and you know this, uh, African-American males in education, K-12, are scarce. And very seldom will a young man go through a educational system, K-12, and have one male teacher, you know, outside of the pub, uh, out of, outside of physical education. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But if I can help guide a student to a career in education that offers him what he's looking for, I've just aided possibly hundreds, maybe even thousands of young people 
because that young man can offer a sphere of influence much greater than I can at my age and how far away I am from that world. I just think that it perpetuates uh, the future in terms of helping young men see what they can be, right? And I think it's very important for us to have that. So that's one of my secrets, I guess, for lack of a better word, that I don't share with many people. But uh, it's one of my, one of the things that I'm proudest of is that I've been able to help so many young men find careers in education and they have made significant difference in the lives of others. So uh, that's more about what Morehouse is about, pulling others up, giving others the opportunity to lead, get better, and find their place in the world to make a difference. And uh, I, I have the ability to do that here, and I don't take it for granted. It's what makes this place special to me and love it so much. Wow. That is wonderful, honestly. Mm-hmm. And my, just I'm really curious about learning about Morehouse throughout the years. So being that you are a graduate of Morehouse, how have you seen and being an administrator now, how have you seen Morehouse grow over the years and where do you see it going perhaps? So I think it's, it's through the students that it's grown, right? Uh, the facilities, the buildings, they've changed, right? Uh, right. Uh, in terms of being improved, uh, you may even add a building, but it, it, it's the students. Uh, the students create the energy in the force, which makes Morehouse what it is. So uh, I, as I embark upon my 14-year career here as an employee, I, I've seen students change immensely over the years, right? But yet still remain the same. How have they changed? Uh, from, and this is simple, uh, when students advertised events, when I started at Morehouse, flyers everywhere it you you couldn't get enough and uh whatever event we had like a hump wednesday or something of that nature flyers everywhere on the ground the digital world has effectively changed how that is done from a marketing standpoint right and 14 years ago i didn't know what an influencer was we probably have 100 on our campus So that's a significant change. Just the entrepreneurial spirit that our students have, phenomenal. Uh, We had a few when I started, but now everybody has uh, a mindset of multiple streams of income and all kinds of side hustles that I, I would never think would be. So just seeing the multitude of opportunities that students have and how they're taking advantage of them and growing in businesses in ways that I never could have imagined is phenomenal. So uh, I, I would say how students have changed the way they do things, how they respond to things, uh, that's changed. And uh, I think a lot of it is for the better. There are some areas that I see that that need work, right, as in every generation, uh, but I, I welcome it. Uh, I think it's our students that really keep us young. Uh, the staff and the faculty that work here, you all uh, indoctrinate us in ways that I, I and again, I keep saying it, like I, I wouldn't imagine this. I mean, we're having a podcast now. 
This didn't happen five years ago at Morehouse. So I, I think this is a great way to share with students personally who we are, uh, what's happening here at the college. And this, this is a great way to highlight the, the, the way that the digital world has changed our, how we connect with one another. So I think it's pretty cool. I could not agree more. And I cannot thank you enough for joining me here today. And with that, I believe that we will end it off there. Um, again, my name is Jahari Dean Lindsay. I'm a senior biology major here at Morales College. And is there anything you would like to leave us with? I just would like to say thank you, Jahari. You're an excellent uh, interviewer. You did a wonderful job. And I wish you the best and much success throughout your matriculation here at Morales. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you.